magazine talking about how to become best shooter and the the example was Reggie Miller and I was like wow this man looks like me I'm Miller time so baby to work. yes Miller <laughs> time and and let me tell you that in, in my country I'm known everybody knows my reputation even now I can shoot I can shoot yeah. I'm retired but I still shoot I still got it yeah so that's what make me fall in uh, that's how i start falling in love with the game of basketball and right now uh, you know i have kids many kids uh seniors even younger how to shoot and they really trust my competencies at this level and that makes me feel good to see how youth they you know uh, have a strong impact in the team even now i have a, a two players that i coach Mm-hmm. They uh, they they play right now in the national team. They are playing in Cameroon, mm-hmm. so they we work out together, and they are just amazed about the recipe, about the tips I give. You know, as you when you're young, you don't have that experience as a former athlete, and uh, it's a deep love inside my heart to share to help them because uh, we know that in life there's always someone who comes from nowhere. Like mm-hmm. you see the video, Michael Jordan's playground, the young kid is shooting and just Michael Jordan appears. So everybody wants to meet mm-hmm. those kind of people who can just, just like push a door and say, hey, this is the way to go. And right. it's just a reward. Yeah, that I feel good in my heart to have the youth like this. So let, let, let's, start, let's dive into that, though, because as a player, and this is something I think all of us uh, fellow authors, a six-figure athlete authors can relate to, we loved playing the game. We loved playing the game, but there had to come a time where you accepted, like myself, where you accepted that the playing of the game was going to be over. And uh, I want to mm-hmm. discuss with you, you know, what was the, what were those moments like? What was that acceptance like when it came to, you know, what you realized that you will not play this game forever? Because you just mentioned some big time names, whether it was Reggie Miller, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, and at some point LeBron James will retire right even though we're talking about the top top dudes at some point they mm-hmm. gotta hang up the sneakers and they gotta figure out what life is after their sport so what was that what was that transition like for you how did that go yeah the transition was a uh, double like a double-edged sword Uh-oh. once <laughs> i felt good here <laughs> on one side you feel yeah once you feel good because you see that you have a pack of experience that yes. you can share. And, and the other side, you want, still want to play because you love that. But uh, you look uh, forward to the, your body. Sometimes you feel the pain that you never felt before, just like mm, the time mm-hmm. is, you know, the time has come. And also you think about more responsibility, life responsibilities, uh, your children, wife, family, and, you know, and as you, you read in my book, uh, the condition mm-hmm. the salary and pay, you know, that doesn't pay. So you can just live your life like this. So you have uh, you to know, be I realistic. To ask you that because you said in the book, I believe it was $14 a month. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, yeah, this, yeah. What, that's what, true. But $14 a month in U.S. or like, what was the currency like? Because if you're talking $14 a month in U.S., I'm, I'm not sure. I wanted to make sure I, 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 I asked you that. So I thought know, $14 a month yeah, in the, what currency? What was that like the transition of in uh, US? The, the, currency, the currency in Africa is CFA. You can see XAF. That's the currency. So that's really what, uh, what I 
I earned, uh, you know, that's what I earned. And it was difficult. And there are some uh, basketball organization when I had just a little more, but that wasn't enough to make a living truly because when you enter in that system, you think that, well, that would be like the pros, you get a lot of money and so, and mm -hmm. that money, we make, we help you to even to save and go, you know, to go to the other side of the US when it's more organized and many opportunities, but you see the time passes. That just passed right. just like God. I don't, I don't, I don't uh, get nothing. You know, no, you know, no saving or things like this. So it, it's just frustrating. But on the other side, I say you have the joy that you you have a package to to share, and that's mm -hmm. that's the part of my vision with Feedmaster Academy to be a resource yes. to the youth and to give my contribution for my country and you know reaching people like you and all the corridors to get resources information opportunities yes because our country is not is not uh, that much represented even known in 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 us we have just one mem one gabonese uh, player in the nba uh, chris silva he played mm -hmm. for Mavericks and uh, also for the Hawks. So he's Gabonese. I saw, I saw him grow. I know his father. And, you know, we want to see more like them, more like them. And that will be just all the country like uh, Cameroon with Joseph and uh, Joel Embiid, Pascal Siakam, Siakam there, you know, they, they make the pride of, the, of their country. Yes, so that's, that's it. That's how I, I accepted the transition to see, okay, I can do better for youth for youth now to get experience for how to manage how to build uh, academies and all these mm -hmm. opportunities for youth yes and that's that, that's yeah, it, you, you you brought me you you kind of took me to where i really what i want to talk to you about is Feetmaster academy can you just please just walk us through first of all how you came up with it what your whole your whole who you're hoping to serve with that and how you know how one can support that because I looked at it, I read the chapter, I looked through it, and I think it's absolutely amazing what you're trying to build and amazing what it is you're trying to do for your hometown. So can you just walk us through what everything that Feetmaster Academy is all about? Yes, Feetmaster Academy uh, came in my mind, especially in 2009, uh, when I was, uh, I was uh, like 28 years old, and uh, I had uh, a nephew, younger than me 15 years old and i have because i had many opportunities coaches and so abroad in the u.s and you know, i used to uh to have contact with them and i saw that young guy i was like wow he needs more opportunity than me i'm gonna help him so i start to make him videos and i i start to be a mentor i mentor him in english in mm -hmm. basketball, his name is yeah. His name is uh, Teres Mayimba. Right. He played for Moros Christian High School. Yeah, oh, in Montrose. Uh, yeah, so I grew, yeah, I grew Montrose, up in Maryland. Yeah. I grew up in Maryland. Yes. Right there. that's where uh, that's where Kevin Durant went. Exactly, he played in Montrose. So he was I was his mentor, and oh, I learned cool, him. Yeah. Uh, yes, mm -hmm. I love that, and I felt that God. That was a God mission. I was like, you know, God. Just I felt like God. You see but the opportunities I, I, I have. You know, you know what's crazy is that school they cut their basketball program. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you see, that's, exactly. and that's why it's so. And I hate to cut you off, but 
that's why it's so amazing what you're doing because you get power like a powerhouse like Montrose Christian. They have to cut mm-hmm. their program, but you, you know, you have this Feetmaster thing that, you know, especially from where I'm from, would be amazing because it, it it's grown from the core of it. Montrose Christian was not a school that wanted to be known for basketball. That's why they cut it down. I was I was in Maryland actually the year I knew some of the coaches there. That's why they shut it down because it's it's a Christian school and being known for basketball mm. is what they wanted to do. But you're building something in which you know once you blow up, it's like there's no way that it, it can shut down if it's done the right way. So I, I sorry to cut, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that that's what happens on the show. By the way, this when when people start talking yeah. my language, I get going, brother. I get going, Breezy. Hey, hey, that's good. <laughs> so that was way, yeah, that was way back uh, in 2009, 2011. So I mentor right. him on mindset, basketball mindset, um, uh, basketball uh, shooting, because I've always had the skills of shooting. Um, yeah, basketball mindset, English, how to use a computer, video edit, and so so I mentor him until he got his opportunity, went to the U.S. So, uh, yes, and I feel like, wow. So if I've been able to do that for one, I, I want to do that for many, many, many. That, that just, yeah, that was just God inspiration that just came, everything. I mean, I was like, okay, I speak English. I know basketball and English are the same. I have, I know I have good scoring skills, I have a basketball experience. I have to have also my coaching degree and so yeah, that will work out. And I stayed focused on that, focused on that. And uh, and that in year after year, that kept nursing. And that that was like a God driving uh, mission because year after I became English teacher and uh, <clears throat> my passion for English is, is high school uh, added to uh, uh, teacher experience with basketball. I was like, God, all just all that I want right now is just uh, resources, help, and facilities, and and God is inside. So I I kept going. I kept going. So that came uh, just like that because I felt the need of many 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 youth, and and it is amazing because you can see a young player here. He, have a, he has a huge talent, but he, he doesn't have any direction. No one who can just uh, tell him, okay, this is where you have to do, how to fix your shot or how to fix your mindset. You know, there are some coaches who work like this, but uh, they are not a lot. They are not a lot. They are not a lot. Sometimes the, the player just go on, on practice and right. sometimes he doesn't. And, yeah, and he just uh, stop there. He doesn't reach what the coach wanted to say what's the meaning of this set play you know like uh like kobe bryant used to do because he was a he was a he wanted to learn the game yep. and that's what i used to say to to the young player i had say you cannot just uh you know be uh, stop i mean just um you cannot be stuck with only what the coach says take right. what the coach says and go further mm-hmm. find yourself find your identity and when you're in basketball you cannot just come like randomly like this you must have a reference in your country or uh, nba or in europe and then with your own physical ability you make a brand for yourself like for Mm -hmm. example people in in my country people know that my nickname is reggie miller because i have skills even Mm -hmm. i go on the court even at at this age people will be like "Mm -mm, don't let that, that guy open or 
don't let him take his shot, you know, and because they know, and that's what I did all these years, looking, looking, looking. I'm really excited. I, I really love the fact that you mentioned references because a lot of what we talk about in the book, The Six Figure Athlete, is how to take your athletic playing career and apply it to whatever profession that you'd like to pursue. And when it comes to references, there's nothing more powerful than a strong reference. And what we're all about, and this is for you listeners now, what we're all about is taking that mindset that you had as an athlete and figuring out a way to take the positives, take the the blessings, take the, the transferable skills, take those and apply it to your working world. And if we can figure out ways to, to again, like I, I keep mentioning on the show, on this particular episode is, you know, if we can keep finding ways to integrate and create opportunities, we don't, I mean, the, the world will, there's so many problems in this world that will be solved if we would approach it like a team, if we would approach it like the athletic mindset. And then, and that's where I, I really want to, you know, I really want you to excuse me, explain, explain to the listeners what would be the best way of them getting in touch with you? How can they how can they support what you're doing? You know, how can they just get involved with the overall mission of of everything you're trying to do? OK, that's great. <clears throat> the, the best way to get in touch with me is to uh, uh, join me in, first of all, on my social pages on Instagram, uh, Fitmaster uh, underscore underscore eight uh, Academy, and uh, Facebook, Fitmaster Basketball Academy, and on LinkedIn also, uh, on LinkedIn, Bryce Casa. And uh, on my uh, email address, you can join me at Fitmaster Academy Manager 23 at gmail.com or mm-hmm. casabrice3 at gmail.com. And uh, my phone number is uh, plus 241-7427-86629. And the, the way that I want people to support is uh, mm-hmm. with, uh, first, first of all, with equipment. I will need people to support me with uh, basketball, shoes, uh, all equipment, basic equipment for basketball. Mm-hmm. And also with, uh, yeah, with equipment, jerseys, shorts, everything for basketball practice. And also with um, books, English books, because uh, I am working on uh, English class, English course to help to help a basketball player to be uh, become fluent in English, yeah. and also uh, yeah, and also books and specialists, those who are specialized, professional in mental, uh, yes, in psychology or mental aspect of the game, because this is what I read. I read many. I look. I listen to many podcasts about uh, mental uh, uh, mentality. Mindset. That's yeah. I'm not a professional at that, but I I define myself as a self-made man. So I go there, 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 and I try to you know to mix that up, and that's it. So, and finally with uh, scholarship opportunities because I have uh, more under my under my hand. I have more than more than fifty young players in the country. Wow. I'm wow. in, yes, I, I'm in Neighborville. People perspective, there's what, maybe 12 players on a basketball team. So you can, I mean, with uh, what you got, you can create your own league, to be honest with you, Reese. 
<laughs> yes, I have more because uh, uh, the, um, I have uh, players that for many ages here in Libreville and also in the countryside. There is a, uh, a place called Mwila, my native place in the south. There's, there are also players in uh, Mwanda, Munana, that's in the south of the country. I have players in Libreville. So most of them are my former students and uh, other athletes that met me and the young one, you know. And uh, that I have, uh, rest, uh, I, I just uh, have just a staff of young people. They organize themselves. There's one who is in charge of equipment, charge of discipline, charge of coaching, and so So I organize myself with them. And uh, the best thing is that, uh, praise God, I have received the uh, agreement for uh, the Ministry of Ports of my country, mm -hmm. the, uh, yeah, the Homeland Security also, so I can, I can do my, uh, that activity legally and with the, with the consent, with the authorization of our, the government of country. So that's the huge blessing. And uh, yes, and uh, what I do also is that uh, I start to collect, I will send you the picture, I start to collect uh, shoes, shirts, t-shirts, I collect also uh, notebooks. I uh, on here I try to I go in touch with some coaches, and mm -hmm. I also help a basketball organization with uh, senior players to help them how to shoot, how to have a ba basketball mindset. And I've just is that training also good is that because I have two players, senior players, who don't know really about the uh, how to be a point guard. So they play, but they yeah. say you know coach. I don't know what to do as a point guard and so on. So, so we discuss, we discuss a lot. We talk about the mindset of the point guard and all this. Yes. So this to say, as you ask me, these are the ways to to, to reach me, to support me. Yes. 1,000 and all of that will be, make sure you message me all that, but I'll also include all of that in the show notes as well. So, you know, Brees, I, mm -hmm. I, this is the way I, I close out all the shows. I want you to use your imagination I want to take you back into your former self as a player that was that was dreaming. Yeah. I wanted to make it to the NBA and that whole thing. And I want you to pretend yeah, that man. that just came into the room. And I want you to just have a conversation and speak to him. You know, you're the breeze now doing what you're doing now. But I want you to talk to your former self and just give him some words of encouragement. And we'll officially close with that. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh... Well, you say you want me to tell something about my former self? Yeah, just pretend he's here. Okay, yes, yes. Um, this to say that when you are, when I, as a former self, as myself, I have, uh, I took nine the present, I have the, the desire to become the best player I can on the court and off the court because I know that once the coach trusts you, to do a task, you have to be there disciplined, you have to be dedicated, you have to work on your craft on what you know to do, you have to uh, be the, the best to encourage your players, you have to be the, the big brother, you have to be there to encourage those who cannot do things like you, you have to be, you know, to put all the team on your back, you have to be the, the guy 
that is helpful of the court. The guy who is able to notice when your teammate is in trouble, maybe in personal life, or you also have to be, you also have to be, uh, uh, can I say, hey, you have to have a long, I mean, you have to, uh, you, you have to, to, uh, or to display that desire to go higher, higher, step after step. You have to also think about uh, life after basketball because this is a cycle. Once you finish, you are, you become a manager, you become a, a coach, you become a team owner, and you help the youth to share the dream. Yes. I love the team owner aspect. You're gonna be team owner. You gotta own it. Own it. Be the owner. Yes, owner. Yes, yeah, team. Yeah, team owner. And that's a that's a goal. That's a goal. That's a goal. Because uh, you know, as a, as African, yeah, it's important to be a powerhouse and also for the world. Look at what you see, like uh, this man, uh, Amaj. Uh, you know, uh, the owner. I forgot his name. Masai Uruchi, the owner of the Toronto Raptors. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's amazing how yeah opportunities it gives to all the players in the world or Africans. You mm -hmm. see, uh, yeah, I mean, like what he does a great he, job, man. Uh, he's one of my favorites. Exactly, and I'll tell you that this is one of my references too as a professional success. Look also mm -hmm. what other former athlete does for their country, like uh, yeah. Joachim Noah, Bar Luke Bamute, Dikembe uh, Mutombo. I was listening. I was. I grew up. A, I grew up a Sixers fan. So I was waiting for you to say okay. that name, my boy Matumbo. Yeah, that name. I've been waiting for you to say that name throughout this entire episode, boys. Man, that was my guy. <laughs> with his with his Rose voice, he say, "Don't come in my house." <laughs> and, and you know, he went to Georgetown too. He went to Georgetown too. Yes. 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 He, he went to Georgetown, and there's a. Um, I don't know. Yeah, huh? Georgetown, yes. And uh, yes, and he came mostly. Alonzo Mourning and Iverson all went yeah. That's terrible yes. what they're doing now. Embarrassing us. E e but let, let's yes. not talk about basketball right now. Let's not do that because I'll keep you on here for hours venting. So I really, I really hope that I've answered uh, your question the best that I can. I... I say that I spoke with my heart. Yeah. And uh yeah, with a, as a former athlete and as a loving of the basket basketball, loving of God. Yes. And love to help others. I have my heart fully, fully, fully poured to that. I mean, mm -hmm. every day, truly, this is that's what I pray every day. I'm like every time I I buy shoes, I collect shoes. I'm like God. I need to help these kids. I need to 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 help these kids to know that they can they can make it in life. They can succeed yeah. because we never yeah because all there are many kids in their family. The situation was was just horrible. But basketball, you know, just help them to 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 reach that bridge of hope. And I mm -hmm. talk about my own experience, as you can read in the book. You know, that was that. You know, we talk, we all talk about our, our real stories, but that was that. Basketball and God saved me, saved my life. Now, uh, how did you when, go, um, when some, how'd you hear about the opportunity to, to be an author? Uh, I, I, oh, you, you asking me how do I got the opportunity to get an author? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was, um, 
what that the name of that lady um mrs uh i forgot her name she's the one who introduced me to was joy, I mean, joy she walker was, like that? yes mrs joy walker yes she uh contacted me and she uh talked me about the the opportunity to become an athlete and course six-figure athlete author i was like wow that's amazing that's yeah. amazing so she linked me to Taj and everything just you know went and uh yes and uh voila voila so yeah everything went well because i i know me personally i would have never heard about you had you not been in the book and that's the power of you know authorship being an author being you know being a thought leader and all these things you know again the biggest takeaway listeners is you got to put yourself out there you cannot sit around complaining that opportunities are not coming your way if you're not continuously and continuously trying to put yourself out there that's on you the opportunities opportunities are there it's up for you to absolutely just bum rush it just go through it just like i'm gonna use a basketball analogy because i got you on but you gotta take the rock and go to the hole baby you gotta see that opening and go pike that baby exactly exactly and as we know that uh uh, we are a team, and uh, I drive, and I know that well. My my man as uh, one is on the side. I can kick him the ball, or he can just give me the ball too. We are a team. Yeah. Right. So yes, and uh, I want to still also tell you that I'm so grateful. I'm grateful to God for that such con- amazing connection, and also grateful to God for the heart, and more also because uh, for my wife also because. Uh, my wife is American citizen. She's a U.S. citizen. She lives. Uh, she lives in uh, in Missouri, Missouri? Saint Peters. Yeah, Missouri. Yeah, she lives in Saint Peters. She she oh. came. We married. Yeah, she came in my country uh, last year. Yes, and uh, she she really uh, you know she she's a great support in in my dreams, mm-hmm. and which are hers too. So that's why I want to say thank to God, thank to you, Ashwan, mm-hmm. thank you, Taj, thank you to all the culture. And I keep reading everybody's stories. That's just interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. one of those books too. It's 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 not a it's just a quick read, but you can go back and reread and reread every time you're not feeling or you don't feel like putting in the work that day. Just go back and pop mm-hmm. one of those stories in, man, and it just re-energize you. So that that's another yeah, cool thing yeah, about the book. Exactly. But I'm, I'm really like how it came out. Mm-hmm. So shout out, shout out to, to uh, like your the mission is to have all all of the authors. Like I told you again, all of them on the Move Swiftly podcast to date. We've had we've had Todd, we've had Austin, we've had Kezia. I got Reed scheduled, Janet and Alex. All of them are scheduled. So at, at some point in the near future, all of us will be on this very podcast. So you listeners, just stay tuned. All of the authors of the Six Week Athlete will be on this podcast speaking their story. It's coming very soon. Just stay tuned, baby. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm available. Once it's okay, just let me know, and I will uh, prepare myself. And as you ask me, you know, I I will write it down. Also, I give all the information, the way to be rich uh, uh, on social media or personally, you know, and the needs of the youth here. We want to make a difference, and we want to show them that it's possible to reach their dreams. One thousand percent, man. All right, yeah, fellow teammates, mm-hmm. continue to move swiftly. We will talk yeah. more soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that. Move swiftly. Yeah. <laughs>
Life get hard, you ease your soul and cleanse your mind Learn to fly and reach the stars You take the time to look behind and say Look where I came Look how far I done came They say that dreams come true And when they do that, there's a beautiful thing Thank you. 